Race three, Dan, the Ling McPherson Memorial Breed for Speed Bronze Series Final. Very interesting races. A number of these horses have contested it, uh, this race several times in the past, which uh, Tetra actually won it in 2021 uh, and ran eighth in this race last year. So Tetra lines up for its third crack at a bronze series $14,000 race. Not the greatest horse of all time, Tetra, and I suppose that's the beauty of this series. Uh, it's another interesting race, Dan, but for cartographists, this looks like it's pretty obvious what will happen. What are your thoughts? Oh, okay. Um, I, uh, I'm not big on map making. However, yes, yeah. however, um, I'm interested because initially when I looked at the race on what I saw of Lindy Grace last time, I thought, oh, well, she'll probably lead. But I thought there was another horse that could lead. So I'm interested in your cartography studies as to the obvious one that's going to lead. <laughs> yeah, well, I think Lindy Grace will lead. Dancers will hand up like... The two stable mates aren't going to go to war, are they? And then I don't think Doc Wilson will hand up to anything else because he's not going to want to bury his stable mate three back the fence. You? Well, I just thought Raining Lilies was a little chance of being able to cross both of them, particularly from a little bit wider out on the track. Um, I, I don't think that she has to lead to be able to win, but she's got enough gate speed that she could make it interesting early. Um, raining lily. So I, yeah, my um, cartography lessons have allowed me to have uh, B and C uh, maps, yeah. um, <laughs> and and I've included raining lilies with the possibility of leading. I, I like her. I like her. Her win at Bendigo was was excellent. I mean, they came home in a pretty slow quarter, but the first quarter was pretty quick with her working running a 27.5 to hit the front, and she just took the sting out of most of the other horses. Uh, the Barlini form line looks to be pretty good. Um, so, And she's seemingly at a bit of value as well, which um, surprises me a little bit. I thought she might be favourite. So I reckon there's one there at, at decent uh, value over the odds, at least at this stage. A lot of these horses there, you said, they've been either in this race or around this grade for quite some time, but uh, I thought her last one was really good. So... I have no hesitation in suggesting that Raining Lilies is going to be very hard to beat here. Lindy Grace, um, even if she did cross, she's probably going to get to the pegs, isn't she? And yeah. her last win, which was made it two from 31, it was uh, she held dancers uh, pretty comfortably up the straight, I thought, and uh, she can probably do that again. It's over the short, remember, so they can afford to come out running here. Um, and uh, I thought they were the obvious two anyway. But uh, I wouldn't like to see Raining Lilies left parked, but... I do think she's going really well. So even some of the form around her, this prep, Elderberry and Bell, Paris, Jamila, Kai Valley, Sifra, I mean, that's, that's solid enough form for horses of around this grade or maybe even slightly stronger. So six, four, one, and eight. Six, four, one, and eight for Dan. I, I tend to disagree, but that's okay. That's what it's all about. I've got majestic speed on top. I thought was terrific last start, was inconvenienced, ran home really well in a fourth placing. So the 13 runs back down here for David Miles for the four wins. I think he'll get across into a lovely spot. I think Raining Lilies ends up coming across and giving Majestic Speed that ideal one-out, one-back position. Lindy Grace has a top two in its career of 22%. When it's led, it's finished in the top two 66% of the time. So it's much better when it's in front, Lindy Grace, that's why I think Doc will be really, um, really avid on holding the front. 
Uh, so my map's got uh, raining lilies in the chair, and I'm going out of town on that. Majestic speed to win ahead of Lindy Grace. Sally M will get into the race nicely from three back the pegs. He's an underrated trainer of Trotter's Grant Forest from up uh, in New South Wales, and I've got dancers in for fourth. Five, four, eight, and one for me. Uh, the race four is the Alan Mance Trot, and it's an intriguing little seven-horse field, this, and... I just think, Dan, again, there's going to be a lot of gate speed here. I can I don't know who'll end up in front. Bullion Harry's got gate speed. Hatchback is so good when he leads. O'Fortuna's really good in front as well. Won an Inter-Dominion heat. And Nephew of Sunoco won an Inter-Dominion heat. And then you've got a horse like, is that a bid that's had two runs back from a long layoff? And I think Victory Hill, who had that little hoof problem about six weeks ago, was a much better, you know, race last week and be much better for the run. Kai Valley Hotspur won a race called the Victorian Derby Heat and Final. He was off the scene for a long time, has had that one run back. Any horse could win this race, Dan. It's an intriguing race, made more intriguing with some of the things that you've pointed out for us here. <laughs> yeah. um, look, um, but it's also good to have uh, some last start winners in the race. And in this case, we've got three. Um, so that's a very uh, strong sign as far as horses, good horses like Boogie and Harry, Hatchback and O'Fortuna are concerned because all of them really had, had gone, well, two of them at least, Hatchback in good grade and even O'Fortuna um, with a few poor runs in between, but uh, between wins, that is. So intriguing race. I think O'Fortuna's the one. When she's drawn out wide, she builds up that momentum and can cross them, but I think she needs to to win. Um, Hatchback probably doesn't need to, to lead to win, uh, and Bullion Harry likewise. He, he often can work his way to the top, so I'm not quite sure which one is going to have that advantage by being in front because whoever's there, it's going to be an advantage for them. Usually I default to O'Fortuna uh, because I know that she can cross, but it mightn't be that easy. Uh, are we leaving out nephew of Sunoco? Look, his form might have uh, either fallen away a little bit. He's not in that purple patch of form he had uh, in the early to middle part of last year, but He's come off a bit of a break uh, and he's fresh here. Uh, it might be the right sort of race where if there is enough pace on, it might suit a horse like him as well. I'm tipping six, five, three and seven. Um, each time I look at the race, I come up with uh, another aspect I'm including uh, in, uh, and is that a bid's the other one, coming out of pretty strong form lines as well that you could easily include. So uh, as I said, uh, if I don't write down my tips now, six, five, three and seven, I'll be changing them again in about 10 seconds time. So if you ask me uh, what were my numbers again, they might change by the time you come back to me. All right, I've written them down, six, five, three, seven. For all the reasons you said, I ended up settling on, is that a bid? I just think there might be that much speed on the race. Something will come from behind. I spoke to Rod Petroff actually at Cranbourne during the week. Didn't talk about this horse, just uh, talking about life in general. Geez, a lovely bloke, Rod. He's just something about him. He's got an energy or something. And uh, we had a good laugh together. I don't know. I'm not with any confidence in any way, shape or form in this race. Is that a bid on top? O'Fortuna, she's a talented mare, and Craig Demel's done a wonderful job with this horse. Uh, won a heat of the Inter-Dominion, as I mentioned. Nossi, nephew of Sunoco, by his standards, has had a long spell. It was only about, about probably a week, but I think that's about the longest spell he's had in a long time. He ran terrifically, as you said, to, up to the Inter-Dominion and won a heat of that Inter-Dominion, and that, that form will stand up, and I like the fact he has had that little freshen up. 
And then I threw Victory Hill in for fourth because I just don't want to leave it out because I just know it'll it'll be improved from that run last week. So that um, those are my numbers, four, six, seven, and one. And we move on to race five. Uh, we were going to have a special guest here. He's just dropped off the line for some reason. So uh, I'll get your thoughts, Dan, on race five before uh, getting into mine. I've found one at big value here that I think is a much underrated horse and goes into this race off off a start that's, uh, yeah, well, it's going to be much improved. He's on the line there now, uh, allegedly. Yep, he is there. So, Dan, before we get to your thoughts, I'll, I'll catch you off on that. There's Maddie Gath, my best, and Dan, I'm tipping her on top, Bella Lucy. I think she had a great campaign last year. She was really getting the line hard in a couple of races. I saw her at Shepparton. Gee, she got home hard, and if she can lob up in a in a forward position, one out, one back, maybe three back the outside even, and she gets home hard like she did last prep behind some really nice horses, I think she's massive overs at currently 31 and 460. I've got her on top. Ebony's Avenger in for second, who I think can cross him and lead for a long, long part of this race. Rikiro Blaze, probably the best horse in the race, but it's got a little bit of uh, exalted about it. It just keeps making mistakes, which puts a real query around the horse. I've got it in for third. And Elder Baron Tanisha for Mel Thackeray is some sort of a story, Dan. She's trained 66 starters for 19 wins at 29% Mel Thackeray. Just... Just I'll run run those figures by our audience again. Sixty six starters, nineteen wins at twenty nine percent. Ran second in a heat, uh, Elder Baron Tanisha. It's only her fourth start, and I know Duncan McPherson has done a lot for Danny and Mel Thackeray over a long time. And what this would mean to Mel to win the Lynn McPherson Memorial Breed for Speed Silver Series Final and Elder Baron Tanisha, I know she'd be just so proud, and Duncan would be so proud of her as well for having a horse in this race like Elder Baron Tanisha. Uh, it'd be some sort of a story if it could win the race. So I'm throwing it in for fourth, and my heart says that hopefully she can get up the inside and win with Chris Alford on board. How do you see this race, Dan? Look, you've made a really good uh, case for uh, for Bella Lucy and uh, and Elder and Tanisha. I, I think you know I've liked what I've seen of her and her three starts to date as well, and yeah, gets the good gate. But um, I, I can see why thirty one dollars looks attra- attractive for Bella Lucy. I'll certainly. Um, <laughs> be suggesting that she goes in the in the quaddy, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, I, look, Ebony's Avenger was knocking on the door for a while, coming through uh, racing against the uh, the better fillies pretty much right through her career. Um, so back to this sort of a, a grade in the lead-up, she appreciated it, and she's been winning with authority. So I think she's rightfully the favourite and clearly the one to beat. You mentioned Rikiro Blaze. I agree. I'm not sure you can uh, trust her, but she's got ability. She's got a good deal of ability, so she can very much win this race. Um, the, the, the draw suiting uh, Elderberry and Tanisha, lightly race, so she's got probably greater scope than most others in the race. And, um, and a bit of Bella Lucy too. I've, I've, uh, I hope you don't mind um, after a little <laughs> chat with uh, Matthew and listening to you. I've promoted, I thought to myself, I haven't published my tips anywhere, so they're not actually official yet. So I've slid her into fourth. I won't tell you the horse that I initially had fourth and then slipped out, um, but uh, I, I, I tend to think you've found something at good odds there that... You know, you, you could twist my arm and I'll have something little on. But three, nine, one and four. 
Well, whoever that was for fourth, Dan, he's probably going to win that race now. <laughs> so yep. whoever it is, uh, we'll send you a text of, of thanks afterwards because the betting gods or the tipping gods say that that horse is a certainty now. Well, I'm sure that, uh, <laughs> put it this way, this horse will end up with an abundance of extra fortune uh, uh, carrying it uh, along the way. Yeah. Uh, let's have a snooze <laughs> now for uh, four minutes and we'll come back and we will get stuck into race six. The tab... Australian Trotting Grand Prix.